I am delighted to see you all. And the theme of this retreat is uh, meditation and mindfulness in daily life. So why do we meditate? What brought you here? Why is it important to include our spiritual practice in our daily life? The first goal of meditation is to calm our mind and restore our true nature we call Buddha nature. According to my Dharma interview with my teenagers in Manhattan Temple, I learned that they cannot stop their thought, fast-moving thought, monkey mind. They have an inner chatter all the time, but can, they cannot stop it. This generation of Z is highly connected. Many of them live their entire life with information superhighway, internet, worldwide web, instant messaging, texting messaging, MP players, and instant mobile, they carry their internet in their pocket nowadays. And you too. So no longer we are limited our computer at home or in our office anymore. This becomes our reality of a 21st century modern day life. Do you have a chatter in your mind? How was your meditation this evening? Very good, Michael. So it was very good meditation for you. So you were able to stop your thought during meditation and walking meditation. You feel your feet from your feet while you are practicing walking meditation. So if you have a, this monkey mind or chatter, constant chatter in your mind, who is creating it? Is it somebody else creating for you to have that kind of a constant thought? Fetch the thought when you're angry or upset. How many thoughts do you have every day? How many thoughts does every person have a day? Can you guess? How many thoughts do you have? According to UCLA Lab of Neuroimaging, human brain produced approximately 
70,000 thoughts on an average day. Think about it. This means we have a different thought every 1.2 seconds. It is critical, therefore, to calm our mind. Otherwise, this monkey mind, constant thought in our mind, can create a lot of problem in our life. Modern-day psychology confirmed that despite of recent remarkable advancement in technology and information, human beings are now more out of tune with their own selves and more susceptible to damaging conditions such as anxiety disorder, neurosis, depression, and other psychosis. So meditation is a very powerful tool available today for calming the mind. So you will learn more detailed methods and techniques how to meditate throughout this retreat. When we cultivate serenity in our mind, we feel better able to deal with any problem arise in our daily life. When we calm our mind, it helps us to build confidence, increase the focus and concentration, and reduce stress and anxiety. So meditation helps us to become our own person. We don't have to become anybody else. And become a friend with yourself. You don't have to fight with yourself. You don't have to judge yourself anymore. Through meditation process, we let go of our luggage. We don't have to carry them around all the time. Think about that. You arrive with your baggage. If all of you brought your luggage with you here in meditation hall, it will be messy and unfit for meditation. Like this physical luggage we carry, and leave it at home, leave it in your room, it is possible to let go of your mental luggage, which was created by your own thought when you were young or along the way. Meditation is to calm our mind so we can see things as they are. We don't have to see and we don't have to constantly put in our karma and see the way we want to see. That is our common human experience. We want to hear the way we want to hear. We see the way we want to see. This creates a larger problem in our human society. So when we calming our mind through sitting meditation, focusing on your breath, on your danjan, 
It is possible to calm your mind and cultivate serenity in your mind and inner peace you can experience and restore your true self, your Buddha nature. This is the first purpose of meditation, calming your mind and restore your true self, which is far more powerful than you can imagine, far more beautiful than you can even experience so far. The second goal of meditation is to improve health. Tomorrow evening, you will hear a lot about the benefit of meditation. When we meditate, when we calm our mind by focusing our breath on our dungeon, miracles taking place in our body. Chinese medicine support the flow of yin and yang energy in the body. When we have a balance of yin and yang energy, we feel strong and healthy. If you lose this balance in your body, disease is taking place. You don't feel well. In Western culture, we currently witness the effect of over intense young energy. Always we are encouraged to do things. So we try to do more and more in less and less time. It is critical to keep balance of yin and yang energy in our body. Sotesan said, seated meditation is a practice that in the mind calms deluded thought and manifests the true nature. It is also a method that in the body causes the fiery energy to descend and watery energy to ascend. As deluded thoughts are calmed, watery energy will ascend. As watery energy ascends, the deluded thought will be calmed. So as you see, there is a correlation between balancing energy in your body and delusion or serenity in your mind. Fire energy is yang, yang energy, and watery energy is yin energy. So if you watch fire, have you watched fire? Fire? Because our young generation, they didn't see that much. When you have a fire, wildfire in the West, we saw them in the TV. So when we have fire, fire is going upward. When you watch water in the river, water is always going downward. So this is the nature of fire, always going upward, and water energy always going downward, travel downward. But during meditation, miracles take place. In our body, water energy is ascend, travel up. Instead of downward, it's upward, ascend. 
and fire energy descend, going downward. So think about this miracle. If you meditate well, you feel pure saliva in your mouth. That means your yin energy traveled upward to your brain and to your mouth. That's why proper posture of a meditation is critical. If you don't have this, this uh, strengthening your lower back, neck, and head, this water energy cannot travel to the, to the brain. Think about that when you talk a lot, when you read a lot, when you see a lot, when you listen a lot, watching TV a lot, or when you do internet a lot, if you do any kind of activity, seeing a lot, or listening, or talking a lot, all of this creates a fire energy. If you have a fire energy in your heart, in your brain, you feel headache, you feel heavy in your brain, and tired. So in meditation, this fire energy in your brain traveling downward, and your water energy, yin energy, through your spinal column travel up to your brain. That's why after good meditation, you feel cool and refreshed and feel great. This meditation not only restore our true self and calming our mind, but in our body, we are strengthening our health, our well-being. It is from my own experience I can say this. This is definitely true. I came to United States in 1981. My early days in the United States was very difficult. No language. The young minister serving and trying to build a community in Flushing. Second generation, they didn't speak Korean. I didn't speak English. How can you communicate? So I opened the Korean school there to teach Korean language. And during the day, overworking itself, helping our community, our members, patients, elders. If our students get in trouble, I have to go to school to, to meet teachers because their parents could not speak English either. So overworking like that and constant challenges and difficulties make me very tired all the time. Along the way, I developed a very difficult health issues in my body. Since you keep overworking, young energy is dominating my body. I had a problem with my lung. I had a lung disease. And I, kidney problems. After we built Pocono Retreat Center and building temple and fighting daily with the construction workers, 
because they didn't deliver what they promised on the paper. So I was keep talking that you got to deliver this and this, and they said you cannot live with the text. So you cannot really do anything at that time, and really uh, it was a difficult process, and my kidney and my liver got problem. So I, I didn't know how to stop that time. And this uh, disease constantly um, over dominating my body, I was keep pushing it. So after 25 years uh, hard working, overworking, overcommitted, over responsibility, everything I you know, did my best, it still didn't good enough. And after 25 years, I developed a serious condition in my body. I was developing asthma, constant asthma attack, so I couldn't lie down to sleep anymore during that time. And developing allergy. Still, I'm, I'm allergic to dust, dust mite, any chemicals, petroleum coming from car fumes. And constant struggle with the food energy. Whatever I eat, if I'm allergic to, my body tells me. So I was diagnosed as a chronic fatigue syndrome. I was just so tired. I didn't have energy to go on. This chronic fatigue really made me so depressed about my condition. So what can I do? At that time, I began reading scripture of one Buddhism in a different way. One passage in this scripture really struck me. This passage is in the sitting meditation. So Tessan states that if you rest the mind in your lower dungeon, thought will not be readily stirred and energy will readily descend, easily leading to calmness. Moreover, resting in lower dungeon is important not only in seated meditation, but it is also an extremely important technique for physical health. So when I read this passage, this is it. At that time, since I was so depressed, so tired, one thought arose in my mind that Sotesan wouldn't lie to me. So I believe it in 100%. So from that day on, I began meditating much more, much longer, as much as possible. This is a life and death situation for myself. So how did I overcome chronic fatigue syndrome? Through meditation. You are very privileged people to learn meditation, to have a mind, to make a decision to attend this retreat and deepen your 
practice and to learn more proper way of meditate, to meditate well, so you can experience this not only calming your mind, but physically rejuvenated and become healthier person. When you become healthier person, if you keep meditating it, you become also a happier person. If you feel miserable and find all the answers outside, you may not find any happiness. Maybe you can find temporary happiness when you get a nice car, a good house, or a good friend, or a good boyfriend, or a girlfriend. But all those are temporary happiness. What is your real happiness in human life? That real happiness comes from meditation. When you are able to settle down your mind 100% on your Tanjian, when you are meditating, able to let go of all your thoughts, all your delusions, and be able to concentrate and become one with your breath, enter the samadhi concentration. That is a really happy moment. The real happiness is not coming from outside. Real happiness can be cultivated within your mind through this deep concentration. Meditation is critical in our daily life. I can assure you that I myself could not exist or could not continue to do things I do, I do daily without this constant practice of meditation. So learning meditation and knowing this goal of your own practice is critical. Third and final goal of meditation is identical with the ultimate goal of Buddhism, realizing nirvana. It may be too difficult to talk about it yet, but I just give you a few words of what does nirvana means. Meditation is a means to enhance our consciousness. So through consistent everyday practice, we attain high level of consciousness, pure consciousness, symbolized here as a circle. We call Irwansa, Dharmakaya Irwansa. So when you practice meditation continuously every year, every day, every month, every year, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. If you keep practicing every single day like that, you may experience this nirvana. You may experience this high level of consciousness. You may become one with Irwansa. The first aspect of nirvana is enlightenment. Enlightenment is to discover truth about life, thus overcoming all personal ignorance, illusion, or delusion. So we can achieve this enlightenment through consistent practice of meditation. 
Second aspect of nirvana is liberation. Liberation is overcoming all personal difficulties, problems, weakness, limitation, or obstacles. The third aspect of nirvana is wisdom. Wisdom is an intuitive way of knowing and having insight. So also this wisdom of clarity of what is right and what is not right, and this wisdom allows you to see things as they are. Wisdom can be intuitively experienced by this practice of consistent meditation. So the purpose of meditation is to unlearn all the wrong concepts and come to realize we are really one with all life in the universe. So this is the concept of what we really are. And throughout this retreat, find ways to let go any difficulties, overcoming through your strength of spiritual cultivation, through understanding of who you are, through the power within all of you, called the Buddha nature. So you can end, at least reduce, uneasiness, dissatisfactory, and suffering in your life. So be conscious of your own goal of meditation. Everyone are different in their developmental stage. So everyone, each individual can have a different goal fitting in their time, in their place at this time. But have a clear goal of your practice. If you have a very clear goal, you are more likely to practice every day and learn and become master of your true self by learning and practicing meditation and mindfulness every day. Thank you.